How many times over the years have you witnessed people you would consider smooth, savvy professionals self-destruct at work because they couldn't manage conflict effectively? I mean, let's bring it closer to home. How many times have you as a professional had to deal with conflict, not managed it well as you should, and your career or whatever it is ends up worse off than you began with? Or I cover why conflict is unavoidable in life and work and how we need to deal with it quickly and effectively or else it can come back and haunt us and ruin relationships and sometimes derail our careers or business. Stay tuned as I cover this in depth. Welcome to the You Unleashed podcast with Femi Akiemi, the podcast where we explore how to unleash your potential in the workplace, your hustle and life in general. Sometimes I use stories from my past and trust me, I have got some stories and other times I share stuff I've learned and read about that can make an impact. And then sometimes I just bring the experts into the studio to break it down and teach us all a thing or two. You know what I usually say? I've become a believer that done is better than perfect. So whatever it is you do, whatever it is you have in your heart, start and you get better as time goes on. Please don't forget to like this podcast, share with your friends, family, anybody you want to see get unleashed and get them to leave some feedback on our page or on iTunes or any other podcast platform so that our ratings get higher people hear about us and people get unleashed with that said let's jump right into it don't fear conflict embrace it it's your job the fact of the matter is conflict in the workplace is unavoidable it will find you wherever you look for it and even if you don't it will still find you as long as you're in the workplace the workplace is made up of people, people with different ideas, people with different goals, passions, needs, desires, ways of doing things. And frankly speaking, people of different competency levels. Some people are really good at their jobs and some people are not just good at their jobs. So there will always be conflict when we try to work with others. And it's more about your ability to recognize conflict, understand the nature of it and to bring it to a swift conclusion that will determine frankly speaking, your workplace health and how you progress in your career. So how many times over the years have you witnessed someone struggle with conflict or have you struggled with it? There have been times I've struggled with it and I say that all the time. I remember a lot earlier in my career, I would literally get home and be stressed. I would go to bed and I would dream of some arguments I've had and I would wake up in sweats, really stressed about it. When I'm going into work, during the weekend, I'm so happy. And the moment I get to the office, I start getting stressed out. And it was because I didn't have a clear understanding of what was happening. There was something that was bothering me. There was a conflict that needed to be had, that needed to be resolved. And if I had done that, frankly speaking, in some parts of my career, things would have gone a lot better or a lot differently. That's for sure. So while conflict is normal in any organizational setting, the challenge is how do we deal with it? If you conceal it, you avoid it or ignore it, more than likely, like a wound, it would fester, it would get worse, and finally it would break out into something worse. It becomes a big argument when in reality we could have had a constructive discussion about it. And we spoke in the last podcast, 24, about the two reasons. There are two. Number one is communication. If you look back on most arguments or conflicts in the workplace, it's because there's been poor communication. One person hasn't said what they want or what they really need. The other person hasn't said what they really want or what they really need. People keep butting heads without having a clear grown-up discussion and it grows into something else. Secondly, it's emotions. 
you'd be surprised how many decisions are made in the workplace off of emotion, not of logic. They're made off emotion. And usually that leads to bad decisions and people ending up having a conflict about it. I got into a major argument with someone I work with and it's a story I shared in the last podcast. There was this lady, she was meant to check up on some work I was doing. We were colleagues, we were peers, but she took on responsibility and check on checking up on some work I was doing. Now, the reality is I haven't been able to finish that work or I hadn't been able to finish it because I didn't have enough help or the help I had wasn't reliable enough. Now, everyone else around me had finished their own work and I hadn't. So whenever we had a discussion, I felt like I was being criticized for my inability to do the work. Now, yes, ultimately, it's my job to get the work done. But I know that there was mitigating circumstances or reasons. But every time we had a meeting or discussion, I felt like she was picking on me and picking and picking. And I started to feel, I started to feel, it was really about my ego. I started to feel like I was being slandered or my name was being dragged through the mud, if you want to call it that. And finally, I just lashed out. On the call, we ended up having a screaming match and it got so bad that people who were on the call went silent. And finally, we agreed, you know what? This call isn't going anywhere. Let's end the call. And we both slammed the phone on each other. And I remember my wife coming down saying, is everything okay? That was really loud. And now she knows me. From experience, I am not the most confrontational person. And when I do get into confrontation in my personal life, it's because I just lash out. Eventually, I've had enough. So normally that's fine. You can get away with that in your personal life, even though that's even not the way to deal with conflict there. But at least it's your personal life. In the workplace, the price can be heavier, at least because very quickly, you can be seen as someone who is irrational, unable to control your emotions, and you could lose your job sometimes. So, but in this case, we were both grown up. We jumped on a call afterwards and we discussed why. I understood her point of view. She understood mine. And then finally, we agreed that there was something we were both interested in, which was finishing the job. And we agreed that we would be a bit more respectful about how we speak about each other's approach to the work. And from there, we became the best friends at work. We now consult each other about everything and our relationship is flying. Now, I took some time to think about why I got into this conflict with her in the first place and how I can avoid that happening. And I share a lot of that in my first podcast podcast 24 managing conflict part one and in part two now what i'm thinking about is how can i deal with this so it doesn't happen again and what would have been the better way to deal with this conflict in part one i spoke about how to avoid it or when it happens how to deal with it but now what's the better way to deal with it once it's happened and that's something i'm going to be sharing here so there's a few things you need to have in your mindset number one embrace conflict i was avoiding the conflict for a long time and when i finally did get into it i didn't plan i didn't think i just lashed out but if i had from the get-go embraced conflict and seen conflict as something necessary it's not a bad thing it's not a good thing it's just something that needs to happen so we work better so we work better after all we're all human it's just something that needed to happen so we work better after all we're all human 
Because if you don't do it, as time goes on, tensions will build and the conflict gets worse. So you need to deal with these uncomfortable issues as soon as possible before problems and bad feelings become embedded in everyday work of your business. So if you need, if you notice a conflict between yourself rising, encourage yourselves very quickly to have some time to sit together and discuss it very quickly. Because what you find is that the quicker you deal with conflict, it improves communication so much better. And because you've both been vulnerable in conflict, all of a sudden your relationships get better and you work quicker. Number two, we should have talked together. On reflection, I could have just set up some time and we both jumped on a call or had a face-to-face meeting and we talk for an extended time. This is not a meeting that has to end in 30 minutes. It's really about asking the question, what is the problem? How can I help? I understand that whenever we have our meetings, we always end up getting quite passionate about our side of the table. Tell me, what do you need from me? And I ask the same question. If we had done that very quickly, we'd have found a way to deal with this. And importantly, when you meet, nobody has to hold the conversation. One person can't talk while the other person listens and doesn't get a chance to talk. You both have to have a chance to talk and respect each other's opinions. And remember, when you have that time to talk together, this is not the time to assign blame. So very quickly, when you're having that conversation, just make it clear, I don't want to blame you and I don't want you to blame me. I just want us to very clearly communicate our point of views and why we're having such challenges getting on. Focus on the problem, not your opinion of people's character. A lot of times what happens is we focus on each other's character. And once you get into character space, it becomes really tricky because the other person takes it personally. Make it all about the work. Number three, listen carefully. It's essential to give your complete attention to the person who's talking. This is not a time to be looking at your phone, looking at your laptop, looking at your files, looking at your documents, twiddling your thumbs, eye contact, listen carefully and do not interrupt. Okay. And if you need to take notes, but I would not even try to take notes because sometimes taking notes makes it look like you're building evidence, which is not what we're trying to do. But make sure you're getting the message the person is saying. And if you need to, show some active listening. Rephrase and repeat what back they've said. So if they've said something, say, oh, just so I can be clear, you've said this. And the more you do that, the more they know you're listening. And if you need to, ask questions that just clarify what you're talking about, okay? Number four, find agreement. Your conversations will primarily your conversations will primarily be about things you disagree about. But sometimes the better way to deal with this is find things you agree on. So very quickly, myself and that lady would have agreed that we both want this project to be successful. Because the moment you do that, it builds positive energy. The moment you do that, It puts both of you in a good place because you're both agreed on what you're here for. You're here for a bigger purpose that's bigger than the both of you. And then next, you can start agreeing on what you disagree on. So when you come out of this, I want you all to come out of it with a positive mindset. So agree on what you agree on and then very quickly start talking about what you disagree on. Okay? I disagree with, with the way she treated me or the way she spoke about my work. She disagreed with the way I attacked 
her ability to do her job. And what we both agreed on there was that we would try to do things better, but we both want to be successful. So find agreement. And it's important to find the agreement first before you both discuss how you work together. Number five, provide guidance. And this usually works if one of you is a bit more senior, but generally what it just means is be willing to offer your input into the other person or receive it from the other person, but always do it with a clear sign of respect, okay? If I may contribute. So one of the ways around this is simply to say, I have a suggestion. Um, there may be a better way we can work together. Uh, have you considered this? Those are all ways of dealing with this. And what you're trying to do is influence the other person because really, when you came in, you were disagreeing. So you're trying to find a way to provide guidance or just find a way to contribute to the other person's side of the table so you can move together. And finally, and this one is really important, be quick to forgive. Every conflict needs to have a clear resolution. There needs to be an acknowledgement that feelings have been hurt. And one of the things that lady and I did when we jumped on the call to discuss very quickly is we both apologised. She went first and I went second. She very quickly said, I'm really sorry of my tone and I'm really sorry it ended up like that. And I said, I am so sorry I made you feel that way. And very quickly, the moment we did that, we were both vulnerable. We both very quickly accepted that we had done each other wrong. And from there, it was really around, okay, what's the problem here? So you have to be quick to forgive. If you cannot forgive in the workplace or with anyone you get into conflict with, there's really no point because you might as well just stare at each other from afar and keep arguing but the moment you get into conflict you have to be ready to forgive and forgiveness shows you are somebody that is really looking for a way forward listen everyone the world is made up of people from different backgrounds different desires different motives different levels of competence some people are good at what they do some people are not we are all human and the reality is if you work with people long enough you will end up in conflict if you don't there's honesty lacking. So if you want to become a better builder of relationships, you want to become a better leader, a better at what you do, then you need to learn how to embrace conflict. The reality is if you don't deal with conflict, it can be bad for your health. And unresolved conflict festers. So you need to learn how to deal with conflict. You have nothing to fear as long as the conflict is needed to create a way forward. And you have nothing to fear as long as the other person is sincere in their actions. We have one life to live and we should live it in power and in faith. This week, I needed to go out with a clear mindset to avoid confrontation if necessary. But if it's there, deal with it swiftly, quickly and with respect for the other person. Life is about challenges. Don't be afraid to make mistakes as long as you learn from them. Have a great week. Get unleashed, stay unleashed.